Okay, going weiter. So this is for the recording. This is really the second, uh, the second half of the last recording. I'm not sure if we're going to finish the ninth vod now, or otherwise we'll finish it next week. We'll do part of it and then we'll sum it up, depending how late it is and depending how much you're sleeping. Vat she page Reish Lamed Gimel page two thirty three. advarim we come now to covet Atira. So we spoke about finding covet in others generally. We spoke about the way to relate to covet of oneself in the eighth vad. And now we're going to be talking about covet towards Tyra and those who learn it. Yidia Achatz Nachutzalano Bazah. This is this is what you came for. It says this is something you need to know. Every person needs covered. Now, by the way, the truth is, in a certain sense, people move, they say that uh you know, and when, when people are, you know, teenagers, they're going, or you know, younger people are going after physical taiva, and then a person gets to middle age and they're chasing money, and as they get old, covet is like a mature taiva. But the truth is, is that covet is a basic human need. If you want to get like a two-year-old or a two-month-old to do something, you smile at it, you give it attention. Covet is one of the most basic human needs and drives. Every single person needs covet. Okay. Very interesting. And this gets spoken about, but we were just sort of mentioning almost tangentially, that reciprocal of, uh, of Tyra, because, uh, because Seichel and Guf are opposites. The more that a person, he's talking more in terms of Tyra, not just Chachma in general, but the, when a person moves towards Tyra, his physical Tyra goes down. It says, until a person focuses on, enough on being able to learn Tyra, the governing Mida of the governing of his negative Midas is going to be physical Tyra. Yeah. So he says, Kol asher marbim taira, as a person learns Tyra, we're going to take this for granted now because it's not really our point of exploring it. I'm sure you could write a whole safer on it. But So for now, we're taking this part for granted. Kol asher marbim taira, hataiva. But this is important to know also because at Kama that a person is working on this, you know, we've what we said many times is two ways of thinking about working on something. Either you could push the spring down as far as it goes until it pops. You say, I'm not going to have taiva. I'm not going to do it. So sometimes there's sur ra. If you're around some sort of an aggravating element, you know, every time you walk on one street, you're exposed to certain, you know, who knows, billboards, this, that, you're in a certain place, you're in certain contact with certain people, then obviously you have to take yourself in a, in a practical way out of that situation. But in general, the, the, the real way to get rid of a certain mida or of a certain uh, you know, element of your behavior that you're doing is to replace it. Right. If a person doesn't want their mind to gravitate towards something, the best way to do it is to actively think about something else. If when you're walking, the truth is you could be thinking about, you know, multiplication equations, I guess. If when you're walking around, you're thinking, I am a prince, I'm noble, I'm holding a level of Kedusha, I'm going to get tremendous amounts of schar, you know, for, for keeping my thoughts in a way of Kedusha, that's going to be a lot more motivating than, you know, don't think bad thoughts, right? So replacing. So he says, I'd comment that a person and replace it, they work towards Taira, so then the Shlita, the ruling element of Taiva over them will be, will diminish. So number one is is work towards Taira, that will have a reciprocal relationship towards the, the tremendous power of the Shlita of this Taiva. The Baltani says something similar in a different context. He used that example, I think, if I remember it, that, if you, that, that bad things come into 
a vacuum. Don't leave your mind as a vacuum. Right? So it says, Emer me'ata, the converse, kasher alev mismalei chachma, when your mind is full of chachma, ein machsheves ataiva miskaberes od. So now we're malachim. Now we're, now we're, we're totally good. Okay. Once the taiva, which is a very base desire, starts to diminish, So now you become now you become more elevated. Now you become more elevated. In other words, now it's true. It, you know, a person always has that makom bechira, that nikra bechira. It's always going to be fifty-fifty. But the gadol's fifty-fifty is not the same as the thief's fifty-fifty. So a, a person would rather we were trying to elevate ourselves. We're going to have more lofty yates or haras, so to speak. Uh, but on the other hand, but uh, the, the uh, yeah, ever attached of Desler. I think one time you're going to hear on the thing again. Yeah. <laughs> so the so the I, I think I heard one time a shame the grow. He said, you know, my nisyanis are harder than yours. If you think the wrong thing, so you think uh you know your 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 mind thinks towards not kadusha. He goes, you know, I'm trying to not think about like like the, the, the beginnings of the world and of creation, these philosophical things. If I if 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 I do things that I'm trying not to do, it's gonna get into apicarsis and kfira. You'll be over a regular Avera, you know. So uh, th- there is you know, there is very destructive things about falling to 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 very high spiritual yates or hearts. But the bottom line is is that we're trying to elevate ourselves the more that we're holding on a higher level the more dark ruach dark as opposed to gas the, the more dark or subtle yetzahars we're going to have when a person moves away the, the initially from taiva so then the next major driving taiva that's going to take the place of physical taiva is going to be covered now it's interesting, by the way. This comes out like in their personality typing. Also, you know, a person says, "I'm doing very well," you know, uh, because I'm not engaging in taiva. I'm not engaging in like teenage yitzharas or like these other things. The truth is, is that a person also has to recognize what his cha- his or her challenges are, right? So, at comma that you worked on yourself and you're moving towards a place where instead of your 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 yitzhara being X Y Z, now Baruch Hashem, after this stage of life, your yitzhara is now A B C. If you are an utter failure at ABC and you're like, well, at least I'm not doing XYZ anymore. Yeah, well, that's fine because that, that's not your stage of life. If your challenges are, you can't go into, you know, there's a big taiva to go into Rosh Hashanah now and still be clapping al hate for what you did 15 years ago or maybe to feel successful about what you did 15 years ago. You have you, you have a totally different dynamic. You have to, your you're vote is to work on what you need to be working on now. So that's a little bit of a side point. Yeah, your Yetzirah has changed. You know, it's better, but this this is what you need to be working on. At this point, the taiva has diminished, and now the now that you're a mensch, we're now learning. We're we're talking to from people. The safe the safer is there's many goods farm to make a person from. That but this safer is talking about self self work and midos. A person's learning Torah. We're from. It's primarily written to people in the yeshiva context. We're learning Torah. The next the next Yetzirah that's going to be there is going to be covered. Hamahalik b'zeu Hatayv is a koyach gufni. Hakavod is a koyach rochni. The more the more a person's tapped into rochni is, that's going to be the universe in which he has his challenges. Kolisher adam niya yaiser karv lerochni is gam yitzar run niya yaiser rochni. The 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 yaiser is going to attach him at where he identifies. If what drives him is the rochniest dick things, then what drives him away is going to have to drive him in a rochniest dick context. Otherwise, it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. The 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 universe that's pulling his heartstrings is going to be where his his world is. 
Zui dugma l'masha amru chazal kol gadol mechaveru yitzro gadol emenu kishadim li a gadol mechaveru. This we've discussed this this, this uh, maimar chazal earlier. There's different opinions and how exactly to read it, but this is how we're reading it over here. Kishadim li a gadol mechaveru ide limar Torah gam yitzro ni a gadol me yitzro shazek kaidemu yitzro gufni beaker before his yitzro was a lowly base. Physical Yetzirahara, va'achshav who nebach l'ruchni, and now he has more of a subtle spiritual type of a Yetzirahara, which could cause just as much spiritual damage. That's what it is. In every aspect of Avodah Hashem, here's the problem. You're never going to get rid of Kavod, especially if you hang around people that respect Avodah Hashem, even if that's what you're doing. You're never actually fully going to get out of having Kavod be around. You can get, you, you know, I mean, you can certainly substantially diminish where Taiva is unless it's going to get in your brain. Don't surround yourself with it. Unless you live in a cave, no matter what you're doing, there's going to be an element of Kavod associated with it. And if that's going to tap into the bad part of your heart, you know, you, you have to know how to deal with it, otherwise it's going to blindside you. So he, he says, Not just the right? The could also be a tool. You, it's only really a tool where that's a vehicle towards something else. I know I want to get up the mountain, I need something to pull me up the mountain. If you ask, the reason that I want to do X is really but you want to know something, I'm sitting, what's going to get me, what's going to get me, you know, I already learned, I learned well for two and a half hours, Shearers in a half an hour. What's get, I, I know it basically well enough. What's going to get me to really finish up that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be able to ask a good question or whatever it is. But that's not really why I want to do it. I, I, I'm just looking for something to motivate me to get me over the hump. There is a Malcolm Shalola Shema, but that's not what we're talking about. Zui Afra Be'etzim Avoda. The problem is, this is very similar to the last Vat, actually. This is Be'etzim. If, if Avodas Hashem is his batlus, if Avodas Hashem is putting yourself aside and your motivation becomes building myself up so then whatever it is you're doing is literally fundamentally moving you away from Avodas Hashem again again, the problem is this is what we mentioned in the beginning of the Musr Vadim another plug for the Islamdas Vadim and all of that if you're by learning Musr, you're going to say, I'm going to, everyone's going to respect me. So then the learning Musr itself is going to turn you into a Balgaiva. Uh, the, 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 if you're trying to become into going towards Avodah Hashem and you're plugged in so that you haven't worked on this element of Kavod and, and Gaiva, so then the, the Kavod associated with Avodah Hashem itself is going to prevent you from getting closer to Akadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah, so he says, Whenever you're worried about yourself, if you if you can't do his spotless, you can't be looking in the mirror trying to convince yourself that you don't exist. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 as much as you're focused on yourself, so then you're not focused on Hashem. Because you're going to end up being mamayat again. It's a seesaw relationship. It's a reciprocal relationship. You're going to be going out towards Hashem. Zeu Masha Amar David we're going to come back to this actually when he was dancing by the urn I think it is that he was diminishing his own covid that is the true covid if you want covid and you recognize how wonderful covid is then at least at least Mr. Yisharim in, in the context of one discussion he says if covid is your motivating factor at least understand that this covid is very temporary it's, forget about it, it's this lifelong what you, with the covid that you get today um, and one time I over I heard two people talking guy and one of them had a uh, tattoo or something it was the funniest thing right so one one of them had like I, I remember the basis of the conversation is one of them was asking maybe it was on the subway or something one of them was asking the other one um, 
he was commenting that he liked it or something. So he said, like, oh, we're going to get, like, a different type of tattoo, a tribal or something. So he goes, oh, those were, like, cool. Those are so, like, five years ago. And I'm thinking, like, you realize if things that are cool change every five years, whatever you get now is not going to be that cool five years from now. So why not just get what you like, you know? like So COVID is very short-lived. So if you want true COVID and this life is only 120 years and even this 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 uh, Takufan life is only however many years, you may as well go for eternal COVID, right? So if COVID is your motivating factor, at least think about it in those terms. Go for eternal COVID. The only true COVID is ultimately going to be Tyra. Now that, that's already a very simplistic way of looking at it because that that's still looking at it in a very self-centered way based on the last thought we said the only true covet is something that really is flowing from you and not coming to you but anyway he says the only real covet is is tyra there's no escaping this fact the more that you're focused on yourself the less you're focused on his bath the less you're focused on hashem Tyra and Tfila Kia Mitzvah Bimakom Mechubadim Ubimakai Maligim whether you're keeping Tyra, whether you're keeping mitzvahs, depending what your surroundings are, whether you're in a place where people are gonna give you covet, whether people are gonna be making fun of you, Taichacha, whether you're giving somebody rebuke, Pius, you're trying to be Mephias somebody, Simcha Shel Tyra, right? <coughs> Everything. you know, some people when they dance by Hakafas, they want anything but they really want to get into it, but they're gonna feel they're gonna feel stupid getting into it. So in that case, covet is going to keep you away from doing a mitzvah. Sometimes covet is going to force you to go to the front of the crowd and it's going to force you to want to do a mitzvah. Right? We have to know it, it could operate in different in different ways. You know, and sometimes you could totally yeah, sometimes you could totally misunderstand what your own taivas are. Meaning, let's say let's say a person uh, is always wants to have the newest uh, iPhone or whatever, right? They they always want you know the newest something, whatever it is, right? So they think that they have a problem that they that, that they're very into gashmius and they always want something. When really no, the reason that they always want the newest thing is because they always want to be the guy with their friends that has the newest thing. It's not so much that they're attached to technology, right? Or a person that I mean, it's making this up, but a person out of Kiddush is, you know, they, they have a drinking problem, right? Do they have a substance abuse problem or do they have a problem that they are not able to get away from social pressures and if everybody's doing something, they don't feel they can get away? A person sometimes can mistake what the motivating factors are behind whatever they're working on. So if a person's going to work on themselves, they have to understand what the driving factors are. But in any event, back to home base, COVID could be a problem in different ways. It could prevent you from doing certain things. It could push you to do certain things, right? It's it's constant. Vitasik is a oive lemeshach koli mechayev, and it's your whole life. Behemshech avaydesenu kan nuchal rak lamadal hekif or inin vishlechos avarabos. We're going to dance around this this idea. We're going to talk about it. We can't really get to the complete essence of it because it exists in every aspect of your life, in every aspect of of uh, avodas Hashem, and it's the anti avodas Hashem. Loin niskan aschip is a covered. We're not going to fix it. Avol nia arim leinenu. At least it will alert us and we were going to find out at the very least turn the fan on uh, the air conditioner and we're going to find out where it hits us. What's our problem? Is COVID preventing us from going into the middle of the circle or is COVID pushing us into the middle of the circle? Where is just to sensitize ourselves to it's in our life, it's in everybody's life, but we have to sensitize ourselves to where it is in our life.
Uh, yeah. It's not going to prevent us. What we're saying is not going to prevent us from having any sort of a practical. Uh, <coughs> we'll, we'll develop some, some something practical to be able to work on. Don't delude yourself. We're going to mention some examples because it's late. We won't finish them. We'll finish them next time and then do the last covered vod next time. I'm just going to start the first one or two so we can see it a little bit. But the, the, the more that you sensitize yourself to the, what we're talking about, then you'll be able to understand it as it comes up in your life. So we're not going to be able to mention everything because every stage has its own challenge. One. A person has to make himself, this is going to be, an, the, the first two, but the first two are very interesting. Number one, a person has to make himself that people, he doesn't mind, so to speak, getting stepped on. So that's a Gemara. It says, then Torah will be given to him as a gift. What does it mean? This now that we are not in a yeshiva setting, this we don't relate to as much. But if you think about it, uh, you know one of the things, especially we have kids who are in school, or you know, I guess people go to the bungalow and this, you know. But it's it, it's it's you know when the kids are either they're bothering him or her or you know whatever it is, say it doesn't make a difference. Was it? You you don't realize a kid who's in school is around a certain set of thirty kids, especially if they go to the same day camp or whatever as the kids. They're around substantially the same kids from age like three until age thirteen or maybe even seventeen. And if there's a base medrash twenty one, their entire life is literally dictated. It's like I don't know if you grew up with having like school friends and shul friends and whatever it is. Like in Brooklyn, a lot of times it's the same place. It's literally the same the same kids. Like at least you have a different dynamic. Maybe like in camp, the kid, the kid who was like, you know, the wor- worst learner is like the cooler because he's a better sports player or whatever it is. But you're literally, your life is dictated by your social standing. So now if you're in the context of having a chabura, you know, who's going to ask the question in sheer? It's not so easy. Like now, it's like, okay, so you make a stupid comment and then somebody looks at you, you move on with the rest of your life, you go home, you have your own life, it doesn't bother you, you see the guy once in a while and whatever. When you're surrounded, so that's what I'm saying, and this it's a little bit more or a heightened issue, but we can relate to it in our own context. If you're around this issue in yeshiva and you have a question to ask and you feel like you're the only guy that didn't get it, you know, I don't know if you, you, you're familiar with like imposter syndrome, right? It, it, but you, you, you feel like you're the only guy that didn't get it. You don't know what you're told. You're not going to ask that question in sheer. Now you're going to like pretend that you got it. You're going to move past it. Right? It's like the, the makings of a malpractice case. Yeah? So he says, he says, he knows very well uh, how much uh, how he has to be mavatel is covered to learn. He has a problem with a certain Indian, but he doesn't want to ask the question. They're going to think that he, he doesn't understand these these ideas. He has no direction in it, and the other guy understands Taisvis. Right? Some people spend their entire yeshiva career like this, and the truth is the other guy didn't understand it either. He doesn't want the person to think he's thick. 
Something in this realm happens to every person many times daily. In order to understand properly, now remember, especially when you're in yeshiva, this is your entire life goal. I mean, this is our entire life goal also. But this is your life. You know, it's not like, you know, you have a morning seder and then that's, you know, your your sole focus. I don't... I'm not distinguishing other than the fact say that the Vod was given primarily to yeshiva guys. So, you know, he's talking to them. This is their life. If, if you're sitting there and you're learning three stars a day and this is your life and you're making pretend, then like, what are you even doing? You know, so it's, uh, again, we can all apply it to our own lives. But if you think about it in that context, a person is literally giving up their entire, not just their productivity, their like self-worth, self-definition. Kedai Vizay, you ready for this? Get used to asking stupid questions. Every day, ask a stupid, ask a stupid question or two so you get used to letting things roll off your back. It's a good one, right? Every day, ask if you want. I'll switch doing the gabos with you for a couple of weeks. So you yeah. want. Every day, put yourself in a position where like people are going to give you a stupid look so that the stupid look won't bother you. You have these like funny Hasidish stories. Uh, I, I don't remember which Rebbe was, but probably he's told about a bunch of them. That before Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, uh, you know, somebody was like, you know, all the stories start with like some Hasid like looking through the peephole in the door or something, like you know, see what the Rebbe is doing before the prayer. And somebody was looking at him and he said, "Oh, Rebbe, you're such a gadol, you're so important." And he was going on and on and on and on because he wanted it that when people were going to come like stand up for him and treat him like, "Oh, Rebbe, this, Rebbe, that," that it would just he would think it's stupid. So he was like, you know, literally like pounding into himself how stupid it sounds. Like, oh, rub of this, rub of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Get used to whatever it is that's going to be a preventative t- for you from growing. Get used to not caring about that, right? Do it on purpose. And if you get used to not caring about that, the, uh, and it, happen- it happens all the time, right? The, the, uh, I remember years ago, I was, uh, I was working, and I'm sure you've had this. You ever have that file on, the, on your desk that you think you're going to get, like, fired over? You know what I mean? Like you have no, like you just like let it fall through the cracks. You never, and then like like nine times out of ten, it works itself out, or like somehow you know whatever it is. But like you just like you become scared of it, and it's just like that monster sitting there. You never want to deal with it. So I remember that my sister was like describing this to to either me or my father, and I was thinking like I know exactly what you're talking about, and I've already been through it like fifteen times. I don't know how, but don't worry about it. It'll work out. Like you know that's you know the, the, once you go through something, you don't care about it anymore. Like the more that you habituate yourself towards certain situations the less bugged out you are by them, you become desensitized. If you could desensitize yourself towards getting a weird look when you ask a stupid question, so ask stupid questions a few times. Put yourself in a situation where people are going to be like, how come you didn't know the answer? That way, that won't be a hindering, you won't be scared of that. It won't be like the elephant in the room, what if they, th- what if they think I asked a stupid question? Yeah. We'll do more. Look at me, everybody. I'm, I'm davening with such kavana. Okay? Okay. Like, how long am I davening? What should we do? Forget about putting it down. You're already davening. Davening is supposed to be as botless. You're trying to lose yourself in the tefillah. Total avodas Hashem. But, but and yet, part of my thoughts are self-serving. So how do I do that? 
Hamasil Sisharm Lamdenu Bezevel, Tarmal Shavaso, Bemaisavo Dasso, Yarba has Bainus al Tarmis are covered, Versava Viagal Asma Levroch Mimanu. Similar, a person has to think about the trick of what covet is. He has to think about how, how stupid covet is. The, uh, who was it? I think that I heard this story. I've said it before, but I think I, it was about uh, Rav, Rav, Rav uh, Shore. Who's Rav Shore's father? Rav Ramshur's father was Rav Gadashur. I think it's about. I think it's Rav Gadashur. Whoever it was, I don't have the timing right. That he was very instrumental in like sa- saving people from uh, in the context of like the war, and his kids like were going through stuff or whatever it was. They found out about it, and they asked him how come he like never said anything. And he said, because the, the, for every unit of covet, basically, I get in this world, I'm going to lose, you know, exponentially whatever corresponding in the next world. It's not worth it. A person has to think about how idiotic covet is in this world. And if you think about it, you know, the, the, uh, you know this world has its own set of, of, of values. You know, but, it, it, you know, if you think about walking around and, like, you know, the ki- the kindergartner kids giving covered to whoever, you know, I don't know, picks their nose the best, right? Like, if you think about the idea of people giving you covered, it's just, like, silly. It's idiotic. It's, like, who cares? Who cares if I'm giving covered? Rabbi Milstein's father one time, I don't know if I heard the story from him or I heard the story from, from, from his son, but... Uh, he said that he was giving a shear in like Oxford or something or came like in London or some like fancy London University and he gave a shear and he thought that it was like awesome, you know, and like the campus drunk who was like just like total like clown, clown town, you know, like he like walks by and like just to- total like busyness. He goes, Rabbi, that was fantastic, you know, like, and he said, all of a sudden, every ounce of covet he felt from the shear just like <laughs> sapped out of him, you know, like, like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked. I, I, I asked the question. I don't. I never had a good answer. Uh, different answers. I think one time, I always wondered by Korach, uh, by Korach. So Dustin and Aviram and Own Ben Pelis. There was the whole story, right? But I have. But but I always had a question. Kairach literally was like in competition with Moshe Rabbeinu and the Nasim. Like there were tremendously hush of people that were that Kairach was trying to convince that he was on the level to follow more than Moshe. We'll see if, if on the recording if anybody emails me afterwards. Okay, so he says, if you were Kairach and Dustin and Aviram, who were already like you know like winners from like the time of like time immemorial, they were the constant like thorn in everybody's side. Were on your team. Wouldn't you like put a hit, like get rid of them like wicked quick? <laughs> like these are the people like oh like like these are the people giving you covered. If you didn't know who to follow, you know you'd say I don't know who to follow. But whoever Dustin and Aviram are following, I'm following the other guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. So so if if you get used to saying this is covered that I don't want, right? You get used to the idea of covered itself is something that's 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 not beneficial to you. Right. Imagine being like in the, in the yeshiva shalmalo with a kaddish baruch Hu and the melech and whatever it is, and all of a sudden they're putting on the screen a visual of your thoughts, thinking how great you are while you're davening. Right? <laughs> Think about how idiotic the covet that you're thinking about is. It requires hachana.
It requires achana. The answer is, is that it's not just ideas. It requires you thinking about getting into this mindset before. If a person just goes into a situation, there's no way, <coughs> there's no way that, he, that you won't think this. Did you ever, did I ever play for you? So, somebody showed me one time. There was, uh, I didn't see it, but I saw this like little clip. But uh, it was in relation to something else. It was like a movie clip with, I think, I, I don't know what actor it was, but he was a surgeon and he was getting deposed from malpractice. It, 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 and the, the lawyer asked him something that's like a surgeon, top surgeon. He goes, he goes in, in deposition, he goes, do you have a God complex? So he says, he says, you know, he goes through his whole resume and he goes, basically, when, when a person has their life in their hands, you know, and I, they think that I'm the only person that they could save them, he goes, like, you know, I don't have a complex. I am him. You know, like, uh, the, the more that a person is in the moment, they think that they're accomplishing something. Even accomplishing mitzvahs, they think that they're creating. They're doing something. They're accomplishing something. It's in their hand. If a person doesn't have any hachana and they're in the moment, right, a person who's a surgeon, who's a doctor, who's a Hatzala member, or who's, you know, you, you think that it's your Tehillim that saved somebody, right? You, anything, anything that you do. And it's a very hard balance because you have to gear yourself up where your actions matter. And on the other hand, you have to not, not be steering yourself straight out of the avoda door. What's he going to do? And who is he going, uh, going towards? You have to constantly do this. So we're going to be talking more about this in the shara that has to do with tefillah, which we're not that far away from, by the way, because we never recorded the Elul Shirem until the end, until the circus one. So those we're going to have to redo. But after this, we have these vadim, and then we have the... Shema and Tefillah, and then that, and then we actually did all of them. We're going straight into Shar Dalad, so we're actually like we're we're rocking along over here. Um, then we're going to do the Shar on Tefillah. We'll leave the rest of this for next week, and then do the last Vad for Kavid, and then we're on to Hakpada, which some of us need more than others, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shkayach.